listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey there, thanks for tuning in this week to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and this week we're going to be chatting about why email marketing is really amazing and very powerful, and specifically why you need to have an email list, and if you already have an email list, why you need to be prioritizing it, and just overall why it needs to be a big part of your business, one of your main focuses, and just something that you do pour time and energy into. I'm going to talk about the very real reasons why it's super, super important. It's not just one of those shiny objects like, oh, TikTok's kind of cool. If you want to have a TikTok account, that's great. But email's a little bit different. There's there's definitely some reasons that you need to have an email list and it's like a, a safe thing to do, a way to have a secure asset in your business. And it's just very different to that marketing platform that you just kind of fancy having. It's something that you kind of need to have. And I'm going to go as far to say at a certain point in your journey, it's pretty much kind of non-negotiable. It's not one of those things you get to pick and choose where you sort of say, oh, I prefer Facebook over Instagram or I'm a Pinterest kind of gal. Like that's great. You can pick the marketing platform that suits your personality, but email is a little bit separate from all those other things. It's a little bit less about choosing a platform that you like and it's more that you need to have this in your business and if you don't have it it can be risky so yeah it's gonna be some real talk today about like the more serious side of why email is so important and I want to tell you why I'm actually recording this I'm actually recording this at the end of 2022 even though you're listening to this in 2023 that's just because I'm preparing myself for my maternity leave coming up which is very exciting but point is that at the moment in the current climate I want to share with you in, in late 2022, we're currently dealing with a, a sort of big drama in the TPT world in the sense that TPT at this current time has been tweaking its algorithm. It started this personalized search, you know, a lot of sellers were seeing a massive drop in sales and very scary things have been happening at the moment this year. It's just overall very eye-opening. It makes you realize wow, I just can't rely on some things in my business. I can't just rely ranking well on TPT search. I just can't rely on other people's platforms and other people's algorithms. I need to have things I own in my business. And it's made me really realize how important my own website and blog is. Again, something I own. And of course, my email list. It's really kicked me into gear in the last few weeks. And I've been really prioritizing email. And I just really want to kind of share that with you just as a reminder as to why I'm talking about this but it's kind of scary and as sad as it is we need to be smart in our business and we need to think about the serious stuff like this and and how things in business can be risky and you sometimes have to make decisions that kind of make you feel more secure and having your own email list is a secure thing so that's something that's been on my mind a lot lately. So today I'm going to share four things about email marketing that make it really powerful And I have already briefly touched on, you know, that you need to own your own email list. It's kind of an asset, a secure thing. So that is going to be similar to the first tip I'm sharing. And then there's a few others too. But yeah, let's start with the first one. Number one reason why you need to have an email list and it needs to be the top of your priorities is that you own it. It's just purely something in your business. And there's not many things like this. 
that you own. Your email list and your website are the two most secure things in your business because the sad truth is that most marketplaces and platforms such as TPT, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or Pinterest don't belong to us. So it's a little bit like renting a house instead of owning one. Your social media account could be deleted or hacked at any time. And I personally have lost count of how many heartbreaking stories I've heard of fellow TPT sellers who have been hacked on social media. And they have lost thousands or tens of thousands of followers. And they're sitting there mourning the years of work they put into, say, Instagram or Facebook that is now gone. And I've heard that so many times, it's heartbreaking. So you've probably heard the the phrase of don't put all your eggs in one basket. So in my opinion, it is wise not to put all of your eggs in someone else's unsecure basket, so to speak. You know, if your Instagram account gets hacked, you're going to feel sad. But if you have an email list, you won't be quite as panicked. You'll still have a way to access your customers. You can send this big email out to them all and say, hey, please come and like my new Instagram page. But if you don't have that, you're just going to sit there and just have everything gone or your entire marketing plan is just gone in the blink of an eye. So it's also um, important to remember that most forms of marketing are somewhat trendy and in theory they could disappear within the blink of an eye. So I don't know if anyone listening remembers MySpace. That was like a popular social media platform many years ago. It was like really hot and now it's not. The fact is that things do come and go. I mean, Clubhouse, that was kind of popular not that long ago and I haven't heard much about that since. I'm not saying that Instagram or TikTok are suddenly going to disappear. I think they are kind of here for for a while. But I personally feel like Facebook is becoming a lot less cool and used by the younger generation. So you do kind of wonder whether these platforms are eventually going to lose momentum. However, email, email in general has been around for what, like 20 years? It's here to stay. And that's kind of undeniable. It's not a hippie, trendy social media thing. It's just the way that literally nearly everyone in the world communicates. So that's tip number one, you know, about why you want to have an email list or prioritize it. Is it just something that you own? It's kind of a secure thing, makes you feel a bit more comfortable in such a risky business. Tip number two, I want to talk about why you might want to be thinking about email and really prioritizing it is that you are not competing with an algorithm. Dreaded, dreaded algorithm. Your email list is one of the few things you have complete control over in your business, which is pretty rare. Unfortunately, places like TPT and social media make constant changes. You have no control over their changing algorithms, their updates and their new expectations that can affect your success and ultimately your revenue. You know, an algorithm update on a place like TPT or an Instagram or Facebook can really punish you. Your income can become a lot less reliable. I mean, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, this whole TPT search algorithm debacle. But another thing that comes to mind is Instagram and its push towards reels in the past year or so, or Pinterest and the way it's changed its algorithm and its push for idea pins and all that kind of stuff. However, if you have an email list, you aren't at the mercy of some algorithm and there's no demand to change your SEO. You don't have to suddenly create dancing videos at the last minute in order to see success the goalposts aren't constantly changing. It just is what it is and it always stays the same, which is pretty cool. And I have to add as well, another really great thing about email that I'm learning to love is that you can easily add links to your resources. You want to talk about your resource and say, hey, come and buy this. You just add the link in an email. 
pretty good. I mean, let's face it, it is not easy to get customers to TPG from other places like social media. Like the social media companies, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or very sadly, Pinterest, because I love Pinterest, but it's starting to become a bit like those two, and TikTok, they want you to pay for ads. They want users to stay on their platform and consume those said ads. And that is why you'll be finding yourself not able to add links to things like idea pins, Instagram posts or reels, TikTok videos. You kind of have to beg people to go to your link in bio. It's just they always make it very difficult. And it's because they have an ulterior motive. (laughs) They don't want people leaving the platform. They want everybody to stay on Instagram or TikTok and scroll for hours and hours and hours and watch all of their ads. So they don't want them leaving. and And that can obviously hurt us. It makes it very difficult for us to get people to TPT. Now, number three, the third thing I want to chat about, in case you're sort of thinking, yeah, it's great that email, you know, is more secure and it's like there's no algorithm, that's great. But, you know, in case you're still feeling not very convinced as to why you might need to have a list or why you might want to be spending more time on it in this coming year, is that email marketing has a higher ROI. And ROI, in case you're not sure, stands for return on investment. So, I read an article recently, and it was in 2022, you know, a couple of months ago, shared, and that article, it shared that email marketing has a pretty impressive return on investment. It was like $36 for every $1 spent. And I don't know, it's just like other marketing forms do not come anywhere close to that. And I've actually heard, in fact, that the ROI in email marketing can be crazy high, like 4,400%, like $44 for every dollar spent on an email marketing campaign. So it's kind of those things where, you know, you yes, you're paying for your email service provider, but the amount of money you can make from your email list is huge in comparison. So simply put, having an email list can be astronomically more profitable than having something like an Instagram or Facebook page. You know, because email often has kind of like higher purchase conversions. So I read a thing that said about like 4%, I think it's like 4.24%. Of visitors from email marketing buy something compared to 2.49% of visitors from search engines and 0.59% from social media. And that was a survey that I saw when I was researching email marketing. I mean, that's a pretty big difference. 4% versus 0.59%. I mean, wow. And the best part is that you can actually track this really well on email. Like, you know, you can see open rates, conversion rates. So you do get to know how your emails are performing and it's quite easy to track which isn't always necessarily easy with other forms of marketing. And I think the other final thing to consider in this part as well is that, you know, people are a little bit more open to email marketing and being sold to because they kind of expect it. They know that most companies have emails going out. You know, you expect to get emails from Target selling you stuff. Things like social media are very different. I mean, people expect that to be about relaxing and winding from a long day of teaching. You just want to open up your phone and just scroll mindlessly you want to connect with people. That's what most social media is for. Most users, I don't think, really want to be sold to on Instagram. And you become quite resentful of every post you saw was like salesy. So it's a little bit more acceptable through email. People aren't expecting it to be so personal. I mean, you can tell stories and stuff. You can attach pictures and emails, but no one's expecting you to share stories and talk about your personal life as much. It's not as personal. It's a bit more businessy, which personally I kind of love. I think The things I'm drawn to, stuff like Pinterest, blogging and email, allow you to be more salesy. And I I don't think that's a coincidence that I I sometimes really struggle with things like Facebook and Instagram because I feel like I have to work so hard 
in order to get a sale. I feel like I've got to make all these relationships and bond with people and provide all this free value before I can even mention something I have. And it's quite exhausting. And sometimes it's nice to market and feel like you just get to be like, hey, here is my resource. Here's the link. And it's kind of nice. And people actually kind of want to click on it. Now, the fourth thing I want to talk about to encourage you to start your list if you haven't got one already and to work on growing your list and just prioritizing it in your business. Number four, you can work less and be seen more all in your jammies. (laughs) So with email marketing, you get to work less. You're like, yes, it may take you 20 minutes, I don't know, to sit there and draft an email. But actually, in terms of you know, how many hours around a week. That's a lot less time, a lot less of a time suck compared to places like social media. I do not spend 20 minutes a week on Instagram. I probably spend 20 minutes a day on a good day. And I've been known to spend, you know, like an hour a day on Instagram. So if I really think about how long it takes me to be on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, I, I spend hours, hours every week in order to maintain those platforms. And I don't have to spend nearly as long on email marketing. Like I said, 20, 30 minutes, maybe to write an email. Pretty cool. You also get to do things a bit more in advance. Like you could sit down on a weekend and you could write some emails for like literally the next two months or something. You don't have to kind of show up on the day to day like you do with social media. It's not asking so much of you. It's not so demanding. So yeah, you get to work less, uh, which is really cool you know, than you do on a, on a social media platform. Because once you add up all those hours of like making posts, writing captions, sharing stories, answering messages, I mean, things like social media can be so time consuming. And then the, the bit about how you get to be seen more is that although, yes, there are millions of people on social media, there are billions of people that have email. And like, let's face it, not everyone's on TikTok. My grandma certainly isn't on TikTok, but everyone has an email account. That's pretty undeniable. In fact, most of us have multiple email accounts. People check their email every single day, if not multiple times a day. It's pretty undeniable that the average person you walk up to in the street will have an email account. They pretty much check probably daily. You know, if I had to, so if I was a betting person, <laughs> if I was a gambling woman and I had to go up on the street and ask people what they have, I could guarantee that probably everyone I walked up to would have an email account. I cannot guarantee that they would all be on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. So we know that we've got this big pool of people on email. And because there's no algorithm, 90% of email is usually kind of ends up in that person's inbox. You know, whereas, oh, this is really scary to think about. Only about 2%, I think, of your Facebook fans will ever see your stuff in their newsfeed. And I think same with Instagram, you know, whether it's like 5 or 10%, a lot of these platforms, same with your Instagram stories and stuff, you know, you could have like a thousand followers and you're not going to get more than like a hundred people actually view your story. You know, visibility is definitely a lot higher with email. You know, people will see that in their inbox. If they don't want to open the email, that's fine, but at least you know you're getting in front of them and you cannot guarantee that with most marketing platforms. And finally, I love to always add this, I think email marketing is really perfect for introverts. So if the idea of making like reels and TikToks makes your stomach literally churn, email marketing is kind of perfect for you, which it's perfect for me. And I'd say for most teacherpreneurs probably feel this way. You can sit there and type up an email with your hair in a messy bun, you've got no makeup on, you're in your jammies, like I said. There's no requirement for you to show up every day or be in any way camera ready, which really is perfect especially for busy entrepreneurs. Like if you want, like I said, sit down on a weekend and batch for weeks or months in advance. So I can't really get away with that with social media. I can't just disappear for months. I have to be there on there almost pretty much daily. 
So I hope that is something that you found insightful, those four things. And just to quickly summarize, one was that you own your email list. Two was that you're not competing with an algorithm. Three is that email marketing has a higher ROI. And four, you know, you can work less and be seen more, all very comfortably in your jammies. I think it's really important to keep these things top of mind so that email marketing becomes a priority in your business, which isn't always automatically going to be. Like deep down, we know it's kind of important, but it gets pushed to the side sometimes, maybe because social media and things like that are so fun. (laughs) And there might be times when you don't feel like marketing your lead magnet, or you don't really feel in the mood to write an email. But it's really good to remember the things I've talked about today, because those things can be so much more impactful in the long run. That's definitely how I feel anyway. So I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are in one of two camps. You are either someone that doesn't have an email list yet, or you have an email list. Pretty easy. If you don't have one yet, I'm hoping obviously this episode inspires you to start thinking about starting one. I will add in a little caveat. I don't think you should be pressured into starting an email list if you're really, really early in your TPT journey. Like say you started your store a couple of months ago and you only have a few products in your store, you're still learning the ropes of TPT. Obviously, email marketing is not the thing that you might want to take on super early on. And I will say that I definitely always have felt that way. That It's not something you should be doing from literally day one because I've always thought like, well, what products would you send to people if you haven't made any products yet? (laughs) And how would you grow your list if you don't have any marketing platforms yet? Like there's just a point where email marketing doesn't really make any sense if you are brand, brand new to TPT. So that's you. That's fine. This is still a really good episode for you to have in the back of your mind because very soon you will be ready for email marketing. But assuming that, you know, you've been selling a little while, this is something you want to be thinking about. Now, you don't have to listen to this episode and then get into a panic and think, oh my goodness, I need to get my email list started. Like, oh my goodness, and freak out. It can be something that's like a, a long-term goal for you. That you'll, you may be something you'll start in the next six months or within the next year, just sort of thinking about being realistic with yourself. But like I said, if you know, if you, if you don't have one, I really think it might be something to keep in mind because it's a really important thing to have in your business. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it's that kind of risk thing we've got to consider in the business world. It's so risky relying on other people's platforms and stuff. So you want to have that secure asset. So something to think about. Now, if you're in that other camp of people, if you do indeed already have your email service provider set up, or maybe you've started growing your list, maybe you're listening and you actually have a thriving list. You could have anywhere from 10 people to 100 to 1,000 to 10,000 or 100,000 people on your list right now. Just because you have the email list doesn't mean you get to just sit back and put your feet up and be like, it's all good, Alex. I've got an email list. You don't need to nag me, whatevs. You need to be continuously working on growing it and making it profitable. Email should be your priority. And what I mean in when I say that is that It's the thing that you do spend time on and focus on and put a little bit of energy into, maybe on a weekly basis, but maybe just a few times a month, you know, planning out and making sure you're actually emailing on a consistent, say, weekly basis or something like that. You know, it's easy to let email slide and then you just kind of ghost your subscribers for months on end. So this is a reminder for you to get back into being consistent with your content and to be marketing those lead magnets and growing your list on a weekly basis. You can schedule things out. You don't have to be, you know, thinking about it every week, but scheduling out 
posts and writing blog posts and pins and all that kind of stuff and directing people to your email list, it's a very good use of your time. And it's something that should be kind of high on your priority list. It's very easy for it to slide down. So something to keep in mind. I hope you're feeling really inspired. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you kind of want to be reminded of some of the things I talked about, I will put a link in the show notes to the blog post version of this episode that this episode is based on. They're very similar and it's obviously got all those points. So I will share that. That Yeah, that's the main thing I want you to check out. But the action item for this week, kind of already hinted at this, but would be kind of getting the wheels turning on starting a list, planning when you might start it if you haven't already. And for those of you listening that already have a list, using this as a bit of a gentle nudge to be prioritizing email marketing, thinking this week, this upcoming week, hey, maybe I should make a new lead magnet, or maybe I should be marketing my current one a little bit more. I haven't talked about it in a while. Or maybe I'll write an email this week because I've not done that in a little while. Or maybe I'll make an effort to write a really good email this week and kind of instead of rushing it, I'll make a really good one. Or I will actually throw some products in there and try to make some money from my email list this week. One of those things I'm sure will apply to you, but whatever it is, I'm just hoping it will be email focused. I think that's the best thing I can recommend. Like I hinted at the beginning of this episode, kind of speaking from a place of honestly panic because I've been very much kind of woken up to the idea of how fragile our businesses actually are. And although the TPT algorithm changes that started in the September of 2022 didn't negatively affect me or anything, I sat there and thought, well, this could be me next time. And it's it's very scary reality to think about how your business is so fragile if you don't own any parts of it. So I'm feeling really, really motivated myself to be prioritizing email like I said, along with my website. And I really want to share that with you because I don't want you to be in a position six months, a year, five years from now, where suddenly you get hacked on your Instagram account or the TPT algorithm changes and affects your sales. And you're freaking out because your income is being drastically affected. Your marketing platform is gone and you're just in tears. And I just don't want that to ever happen to anyone. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's okay. And I feel like if you have an email list, at that time, you will feel better. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to encourage today. But I hope that this episode has helped inspire you in some way. And I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.